Welcome to Pod Me If You Can, I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today's film is John Carter, the uh, reason Disney didn't make that much money that quarter. <laughs> yeah, that was the reason the... Yeah, That's yeah. the reason they put, yeah. yeah the um, poor return on John Carter. I'm, I'm glad that they um, cast uh, Samuel Jackson as the main lead in this one. Like, that, that was a pretty interesting choice. Samuel Jackson? Yeah, so- <laughs> You know what I mean? Calling it John Carter, you can get confused with the Michael Caine movie Get Carter, the Sylvester Stallone remake, and of course... Coach Carter. Coach Carter, which is what everyone... I, I went, have you guys seen John Carter? And this was at work or people, and they're like, oh yeah, is it the Coach movie with yeah. Samuel Jackson? I'm going, no, no, it's a sci-fi movie. And they're like, what? You don't relate John Carter with a sci-fi epic. It just sounds so... It's because of the John Carter from of Mars, isn't it? It should have been John Carter of Mars, but mm. apparently they did a... I don't know, focus group on it, and apparently no one likes movies with Mars, and apparently in, in movie history, anything with Mars in the title doesn't rate well yeah. at all at the box office. Um, I think, yeah, well, I think Total Recall... Take that, Mars more. Needs Moms. <laughs> Mission to Mars. Mm. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah. The Red Planet. The Red... No, <laughs> Probably didn't do that well. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say John Carter of the Red Planet, though, can No, you? no. I think John Carter of Mars would have been a lot better, so that people when you say it they'll recognize it as a sci-fi movie you having just john carter i got it confused with the coach i literally got it confused with coach carter mm. um and this movie bombed absolutely they, Dis- what disney wanted with this film they wanted an avatar and they wanted two and three they got a director who um, made finding nemo and this is his oh and first Wally. live action isn't this it? is his first live action film and i was gonna say i heard an interview with him sounds very arrogant you know okay. he's very talented but he sounds very very arrogant before um, we move on i should say that we've both seen john carter yes and that uh wait, hold on you the samuel jackson one no no that's uh, coach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we We've seen the John Carter of Mars yeah. film, uh, twenty twelve, not two thousand five Coach Carter. <laughs> and uh, we should point out that we will be spoiling lots of elements of the film. If yep. you haven't seen the film, you should probably see it before listening to the rest of this podcast. Yeah, definitely, definitely. By all means, download all of our podcasts. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the film, it's gonna be a little less fruitful. Yeah, and that's John Carter. John Carter, not Coach Carter. All right, so a lot of exposition in this film in the first few minutes. Yep. They're like uh, helium, red, blue, just letting you know, Zodonga, this guy's got a blue thing. Um, there's a lot going on on Mars you <laughs> oh don't know about. Oh, my God. They pack so much in. Um, Three or more, like an exhausting amount for a blockbuster. Th- this was Hit an adaptation, I think it's of a comic book or a short story. I'm yep. not entirely sure. I think it came out in 1912, yes. I think it was. It's yeah, to yeah. coincide with the 100th anniversary. Yeah, and a, a lot of um, a lot of franchises has actually ripped off the that, that book series, including yep. Star Wars, yep. including uh, maybe even Star Trek to a certain point. Um, it's a fantasy action sort of um, genre, and they've made 11 or 12 books, and I think this is... Is, um, based on the first one. Mostly. Is it based on the first one? Okay, yeah. I think princess. it's mostly. Yeah, yeah. The princess. I think uh, I, I looked up a whole bunch of the tiles. Some some of them seem pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I so, think the later ones are about their kids and stuff. So. Oh, okay, sure yeah. thing. Yeah, but there were definitely um, ho- what Disney was hoping was to match Avatar because Avatar was such a massive, massive hit. Well, you'd want to for a budget of two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yes. Again, make guys, this dollars, film was made for two hundred fifty million dollars, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I got to ask, did you like the film? I mean, I kept going. What am I doing watching this film? <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I. I knew he went to Mars. I knew there was a lot of CGI. Mm. I'd seen the trailer 
and uh, the trailer throws in a lot of monsters. It looks terrible, the trailer. Well, I think it was going for kind of a like a Star Wars-esque kind of check out how amazing space is and like there's things in space and this planet and, you know. I don't know. Did not pick that it was $250 million. Like, when you set up with that big a number, like, I wonder if there were problems on the set or the CGI took four extra months or something. Like, I don't know why. It's kind of like a Heaven's Gate. You know, yeah. Heaven's Gate was responsible for bringing down a whole entire movie company. because they invested so Yeah, a whole entire studio, sorry. Um, because it went so over budget, and that was directed by Michael Cimino. Um, and, yeah, this film, I, although it didn't bring down Disney, uh, it's going to take a lot of John Carter's to bring down Disney. Um, yeah, it's kind of in that vein, as you were saying, yeah. Well, I said this on the last podcast at the end. It's a good thing they had the Avengers, because Disney, you know, made a billion dollars with that. Yeah, so no, that's a good point. That yeah. should fix any John yeah. Carter problems. So, the, yeah, that's right. The Avengers is owned by Disney, Disney right? Disney sure. bought Marvel a sure. while back. Yeah, yeah. Look, like I said, a lot of exposition, like it hits you over the head for a blockbuster. You want to see some action, you want to see some intrigue, you want to see a love story. Yeah, there was too many rules. It had to tell the audience and it had to, like, it, you know, even the labeling of Mars and Earth, that had to be explained. Barsoom, Jarsoom. Yeah, yeah, I know, and every other label. So it, audiences could be really overwhelmed with the amount of titles and stuff like that. Yeah. I actually didn't mind this film um, too much. Like, there was a lot of it, I was like, oh, isn't this just Star Wars? You know, there's a lot of that. A lot of elements, obviously, we've seen before. And it, we acknowledge that John Carter came first, like, a hundred years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Star Wars has lifted a lot of elements. Sure, yeah. But the way this film has been made in a post-Star Wars world, it does make it seem like a knockoff of Star Wars. That's to right. the average, uneducated filmgoer. Yeah, They're looking yeah. at it going, oh, this is a rip-off. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's a big film. It's pretty epic um sure. a lot of people on twitter was like going where did they put all the money you know because they, i guess it didn't seem like a 250 million dollar feels film. like cgi like yeah yeah the whole thing feels like cgi well, but I mean, it gives I, that i mean that's where the budget epicness. is yeah yeah all of the tharks the green race are all cgi sure you know there's the whole arena scene where he's fighting lots and of monsters all, yeah, yeah. all cgi sure all the flying ships um all of the ships in any kind of race which looked a lot like pod racing that's a really good point <laughs> i mean it's a lot cgi it feels epic though like it feels like a big epic like we go from the civil war all the way to the kingdoms of mars you mm. know that's crazy sure but I, I didn't mind this film i i actually enjoyed it at the end you know um but looking at the reviews and everything my gosh it's Film got really bad. <laughs> I don't know if they needed all the Civil War stuff. I feel like sure. they could have cut some of that down. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian Cranston, what was he doing in this movie? Is that the guy who gets the captain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who captures him. It's a bit cold blood. He gets shot in the gut. I know he helps him out a bit, but he just leaves him there. And then when he comes finally back to Earth at the very end, he's just a skeleton. Mm. The guy just died there. That's so sad. But it's sort of like, I mean, Brian Cranston's doing well. He's got Breaking Bad. He's, you know. Oh, yeah. He's phenomenal. He's a good actor. He's really good. I don't know what he's and doing. Rock and um, Rock of Ages. <laughs> he was barely in Rock yeah, of Ages. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, how bloody was this for a Disney film? Yeah, this a lot of blue really blood, bloody. Though. Maybe they can well, get away with even that. the captain who dies at the beginning with the yeah. with this, um, you know. But I mean, that whole Indians chasing them—that felt like almost the same scene as when the Deloreans being chased in Back to the Future. Yeah, I was thinking about that. They back as well. it up into the cave, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similar elements there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, the point of this film is that he finds a reason to fight. He finds a cause he can believe in. He just accepts everything that happens on Mars pretty easily, doesn't yeah. he? It's like, okay, there's multiple races. 
the Tharks, the green race, he completely involves them in the war they're not even a part of. I mean, he obviously just falls in love with the princess. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's really portrayed that well. He just kind of catches her a few times. She's very damsel in distress. Yep. I don't know. And her blue contacts were very distracting. Oh, were they blue contacts? Were they? I mean, I'm guessing. Sure. I thought she just had naturally blue eyes. But I, mean, I don't know. It could I be, got yeah. to assume they're contacts because <laughs> yeah. they were distracting. They're very um, bright. Yeah, very unnatural. Yeah. Well, she's an alien. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> Because Martians look like humans. <laughs> Who would have thought? Worlds apart. We all formed almost the same. You know? Well, there are links to the Sphinx and the Pyramid that could have been forged from people on Mars. <laughs> well, all right. In Prometheus, which we have reviewed on this podcast, sure. early, earlier on in the year, and just some early warning, we're going to be spoiling Prometheus a little bit right here. Not a lot. The ancestors they're find, trying to find were like a descendant of humans that's the reason they looked human mm. in that film so like there's no reason the martians should look human sure. in this it's not as if they're related in any way should they have forearms or something you know weird shaped heads or something different it would when be they eat believable. they should put food in their neck <laughs> i have those lizard tongues <laughs> yeah curl around their food or just l- longer ears that would be <laughs> mm. i mean I, they had those green Thark things had four arms. Yep. And those big white ape things had four arms. Didn't seem like there was a big need to have four arms on yeah. Mars. Like, evolution should have probably taken care of that. Sure. Like, why do they need them? <laughs> what are they doing with those two extra arms? Anyway. Well, from what we get, um, uh, Barsoom, Mars, was a very prosperous place, and this planet is kind of dying. Like, it used to they have oceans. That at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it used to be like Earth, um, but it's slowly dying and, you know, there's uh, maybe an implication that maybe a few people left Mars and started Earth, I guess, you know, I don't know. With wow. The, you, you know what I mean? With the technology, those... Uh, those um, those, They've got those teleporters, but those Thans or whatever they're yep. called, um, they say they've been here long before the planets yes. ever were. So I, I thought that was an implication with their technology that maybe they shuttled some humans over there and started another planet so maybe we came from mars you know that's uh, and i've heard that myth a few times that you know we we started one planet a supernova happened and we shifted over to earth and thus became our civilization I, you know those those signs i feel like before like, we knew anything about mars in 1912 this was probably a better story yeah <laughs> you know yeah because now that we know what we know you know it seems like but we don't know or do we <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I felt like the, the technology is crazy good. Right? Yeah, They've got yeah. flying machines and stuff. The clothes are also primitive, though. There's a real contradiction going on. They've got sure. those weird doors. It's got its own, yeah, fashion, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the Taylor Kitsch? I believe it's pronounced Kitsch, but I'm not 100% sure. He's the main actor. He plays John Carter, and he's from Friday Night Lights. Have you ever watched that? Oh, uh, is that the football TV? movie? Yeah. I oh, haven't seen it. It's a show, it. actually. It's a show? Yeah, a TV okay. show spin-off of the oh of the movie of yes the movie. i've seen the movie and i heard there's a show i've never seen the show yeah well i've only seen him in gambit uh in, sorry as gambit in wolverine um the hugh jackman i forgot about that film <laughs> he, was, he, he appeared like an hour and a bit into the oh film. okay sure he's there for they the made a gambit he's like one he of my favorite x-men characters <laughs> and he seemed to be really similar to when he was playing gambit like it seems like he's just playing both about the same oh okay pretty similar performance yeah yeah you know? i didn't think there was anything to write home sure. about here he does an adequate job, and he's just kind of grunting. He's really it. Luke Skywalker, isn't he? Well, I thought he looked more like Prince of Persia. 
Yes, that's a very good point. He does. But, yeah. I mean, structurally, sorry, it's pretty much Luke Skywalker, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Except that he's already had a wife and a life. Oh, no. And yeah, that's a fair point. Luke was just a kid. Yeah. He's already had, you know, his sort of life ripped from him and he's got nothing. He just wants to retire and have gold, doesn't he? I don't know. He finds his um, this gold cave eventually and gets that massive amount of light from that little match. Isn't that lucky to light up the whole dark cave? That yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that bugged me. I don't know. Um, I didn't love it. That being said, my wife thought it was pretty good. Sure. Um, but I said it's very similar to Star Wars, mm. and she's like, "Yeah, but you know, she still enjoyed it for what it yeah. was." Yeah. For some reason, I, f- I found it. Yeah, really, I was rooting a lot for the characters. I was hoping that they'd make it out of it. I found it fun. Um, but yeah, it's riddled with problems. It's it's all over the film. But did you enjoy that jokey walking sequence where he's learning to walk on Mars <laughs> and he's jumping? Yeah. Well, the the power that John Carter has is like he's in Earth. He's just where I guess any human being would have had this if they you know followed this universe and went over to Mars. Um, but something to do with the gravity, their bone structure is a lot stronger. Um, so they can endure a lot more, and um, they can break the Kill rules of gravity. With a punch and yeah, stuff. yeah, they can break the rules of gravity as well. Like he, if you just jump into the air, you can jump a lot higher. Mm. And he's very invincible almost um, in this movie. Like he takes out a whole army, which is the only part I didn't like where he makes his last stand. I love that little dog he had though. Wooler. Yeah, Wooler. That yeah. was uh, you know the speed was a bit ridiculous how fast he could go. But I loved it how the dog was going to stand with him like he was going. Oh, I'm just going to make the last stand. It would have been so tragic if that dog had died. You know, fighting I don't for think it. it would have been good. Yeah, it would have been like ah, <laughs> like a really bloody way as well. <laughs> that um that whole sequence was pretty good where they intercut him burying his wife with that. Um, yeah, no, that fighting. that was cool. Yeah, so, like you could tell anger. what he was fighting for, you know, and uh, yeah, just his frustration, anger, and everything was just really poured out. That was cool. I thought that dog, the Wooler thing, looked just like a little Jabba the Hutt, though. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it looked like that. In but the it, but it came before first Jabba the Hutt. Before Jabba. <laughs> Still, <laughs> and it did go really quick, didn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, unnaturally quick. Like it was from Earth or something. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Um, look, the jumping. The jumping, I think, was exaggerated in the film versus the comics, because I've read some stuff that says he was very limited in how far and high he could jump. In this, it seems like... He can jump forever. He can do whatever, you know, whatever he feels. Yeah, he was like Superman, wasn't he? Yeah. And I mean, as well, video games, like, there's a game called Prototype, where there's this, like, virus man, and he jumps ridiculously, and you get the same sort of effect of um you know flying across multiple buildings and stuff yeah yeah and you get that from star wars games too like uh, whenever you're playing as a jedi you can jump ridiculously kind of hang in the air before you kind of land kind of thing and i feel like in a way john carter would have made a better video game than a movie oh yeah it would have been an epic video game yeah yeah they should focus on that put 200 million that you'd come out with a really sick game yeah and i mean he could have done the voice yeah, you could have fought through the Civil War a bit. Um, I heard they cancelled 2 and 3 because of this film. I think it's on hold. It's on hold? Well, nothing greenlit, Yeah, I, I, would you mind seeing a 2 and 3, like a whole franchise out of this? Not. Well, I I tried. I, I was thinking about this. I compared it to Pirates of the Caribbean. and I've, Just so you guys know, I hate that franchise. I yep. absolutely hated that franchise. Um, and I thought th- this would have been a far better trilogy than Pirates of the Caribbean. Or quadrilogy, whatever parts they're up to. <laughs> yeah, they're up to four. They're up to four. Well, Good they've done God. four. I, nothing against the actors. Johnny Depp was fantastic. I had no idea what was going on in that film. It's like they wrote it really, really quickly just to make 
you know, two and three. Like, I had no idea who was turning on who. Why is there a squid guy? (laughs) They wrote two and three at the same time. Oh, okay. And so they were giving them pages from for two and three and trying to make it make sense by the end yeah yeah so they were writing while they were filming it as well so wow really like they were putting it all together and they were like it was yeah. just so confusing I actually watched that with my mum and you know my mum's not a movie expert or anything and she hated it she go, oh just turn it off after the second oh we made it this far then we watched the third <laughs> one and I, I was feeling sick and so was she and she was, that was terrible <laughs> the third one is pretty bad oh man sort of all the characters you like except um, you know, Jack Sparrow's in this weird beach land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then why is this girl turning into crabs? Why are they getting, yeah, you know... Was weird, just, wasn't oh, it? stupid. Yeah, it was pointless. And this one uh, was just... Just had it all, you know, and it's got that... Um, it's got a series, so, you know, it's... I don't know. I guess the books have survived for this long, so I guess the stories are going to be good. I don't know. Well, you it's feel a- like if they had a built-in audience, shouldn't it have been more successful? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just that audience is dead. <laughs> Well, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. 1912 was 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think they didn't really make as big a point about how it was a 100-year-old tale. Yeah, sure. And how it predated Star Wars. Because yeah. I didn't know that until I looked it up. Same. I didn't know that at all. I just heard, oh, yeah, we've got this film. We've got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes um, me, does it, did it make you want to read the books? No, neither. Not really. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I, would pref- I wouldn't mind them making a two and three and hoping that it would, would revive the qualities of the first one, you know? Because I don't think the film got... I think it just because of the title. I think that's one of the major reasons why this movie flopped at the box office because it just seems like a movie that should have made a lot of money. I don't know. I'm, I wasn't a big fan of Avatar as well, you know. Um, made a lot of money. It made a lot of money, you know. Um, and they're gonna make Avatar two and three, so I don't know. It just seemed like it should have made a lot of money, and maybe it was the title that contributed to that because I didn't think the film was that bad. Um, I don't know. It just felt a bit like there were too many elements in there. Yes, there's too many. And exhausted the audience. You go, okay, this but is cool. Right that. at the beginning, like the first two minutes, I just paused it because I was taking notes while I was watching. I had to pause it because I was saying so much and I was just writing lots of exposition. When you say the first two minutes, when he was in the Civil War? Before that. It's before the title card. Like, um, it shows Mark Strong, the bald Thurn guy. Yeah. Give the blue ninth ray weapon to McNulty oh, from yes, the wire. Yes, yeah, you know McNulty. McNulty. It's <laughs> great to see him in a big film. <laughs> sure. He was playing a pretty much nothing character. Yeah. though. he was a brute that they could control. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, it's good to see him crossing over into films. Um, I don't know. That ninth ray stuff felt like a subplot that just kind of fell away. Could have been anything, couldn't it? It's the atomic bomb. Is <laughs> this the blue? Weird. Living yeah, I material. think the point of, point of it was was just a very powerful weapon given over to a brute. That was yeah. Yet the damsel in distress, princess, could re-engineer it. Kind of, she was just that close to making it happen. You know, sure, yeah, yeah. Which they kind of messed up. It's just like, what is she smart? Because <laughs> she does play it like a big damsel in distress the whole time. Yeah, doesn't want to get married and stuff. I feel like her dad being the ruler or the Jeddak of the you know group of humans or whatever they're called in Zalanga I don't know whatever oh, Helium he was, yep. he was in Helium um, I feel like he would have maybe prepared her f- better for a situation where she had to marry somebody she didn't want to you know yeah yeah because that felt like a big shock like I mean I think yeah she was a bit selfish for a princess yeah she was a very tough selfish little girl <laughs> very smart as well yeah 
She was a fresh face. I didn't know her from anything, so, you know. It's interesting, you're going on about the flavour about this, how um, the costumes are primitive, yet the technology is very advanced. Yeah, it's actually, um, it was very popular in the 80s. Um, Like, uh, just thinking back now, a lot of films are borrowed off this book series um there, there were movies like krull have you seen krull yep. back in the day where it was like um and it was a different world um but like yeah it was an ancient kingdom and like these knights are pretty much faced with this alien army of technology which was a cool idea just badly badly done i guess it was a cool movie go check it out and it reminds me of that 80s sort of flavor it's very john carter's very 80s like almost you couldn't like, make this in the 80s you'd have to no have so no many yeah, puppets yeah. And... yeah you'd have to have puppetry all over they could have made it i think but the jumping would have been very limited i guess or, or not at all strings i mean yeah you would have been able to see them yeah in yeah the 80s they wouldn't have had that would have been know. like uh I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, look, the four-armed green Tharks, yep. like a cross between Jar Jar Binks and General Grievous, <laughs> had yeah. four arms and stuff. And it's just like, I found there were a lot of annoying little things about this film that I was just like, I eh, don't know about that, don't know about that. Listen. Well, when they capture John Carter and they tie him up with all those cute little green hatchlings that my wife thought were very cute yeah yeah they're the babies aren't they yeah yeah they shaved his face why would they bother doing that I don't know maybe it's a ceremonial thing but I mean it seemed unnecessary like maybe it was to show the audience his beautiful face (laughs) I think that might have been it Lloyd nail on the head (laughs) Uh, and they feed him this magic elixir here have a drink and you'll be allowed you'll now understand everything everyone says you didn't understand our own oh, language Oh, I didn't pick before. up on that. Wow. Yeah, that's really. right. Yeah, it was all subtitles, wasn't it? And then, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly he's like, wait, I understood you. I was like, yes. I, I didn't like how it felt dumbed down like that. How he had to say things out loud to the audience. Like when they're looking at the map of the solar system and stuff and he's like that's earth and that's mars and stuff and she's like that's Jarsum and that's barsoom <laughs> and you're like i'm on mars what you know just yeah i mean he had a bit of a conan the barbarian kind of vibe about him too sure. that it was just sort of a big warrior guy kind mm, of thing yeah um as well like i know this is never gonna happen this next thing i say but in movies where they seem not to need to eat or drink you know, you could have added a scene where they had some kind of ceremonial eating kind of thing going on. Because you never saw the food they consumed, did no, you? No, you nev- never really did. But as well, they... You like don't it, have fast food in your country? <laughs> on your planet? <laughs> they uh, they nick off from the Tharks, right? And they take that daughter that's been scarred all those times. You know, she's about to... She's an outcast kind of thing. And they journey off to that weird temple thing. And uh, it's three days journey, they say. But yeah, they don't need to really eat or drink on that three-day journey. And it bugged me because I thought Mars is closer to the sun than Earth, right? It's going to be hotter than Earth. That's probably why they wear such sort of skimpy nothing outfits because mm. it's hotter there. Yeah, right? yeah. Don't they still need to eat and drink? Yeah, it would have been good to have seen them. I mean, even if they gave them something and were like, this will sustain you for 12 hours or something, you know, like... What bugged me too? Oh, they should have taken out one of those hatchlings. <laughs> they were raising those though. Just... Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, there, there weren't enough lost in translation kind of moments. The the words "marry me" mean the same thing on Earth and Mars as do husband and wife. You know, they're all identical. Kind of these all would have been funnier if there were different customs on Mars. 
you know, if when they got married, if she was like, you know, this means that you have to wear these dumb earrings or something stupid, you know, there's nothing different. This means I own you, you know, or, you know, now you kill a pig. This is nothing that separated. It was just Earth on Mars, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it just bugged me because I was like, there's no way there would be this similar. Yeah, yeah. surprised that it didn't bug me at all. Like, yeah, now, now I'm thinking about it again, yeah, it's... A lot of similarities. <laughs> I, I just went with the logic, I guess. Yeah, he did too. Well. <laughs> he just went, yep, this is how it is. <laughs> um, what about all the Star Wars similarities? I mean, I know, like I said, Star Wars wasn't first and it lifted heavily from John Carter. Um, but as I said, that dog, Woola, just looks like a mini Jabba the Hutt. Mm. They're riding those little plane things around. It looks like pod racing, kind sure. of, you know, cutting around corners and stuff. Um, they got the naming sort of Han Solo, Dotar Sojak. You know, they sound like Star Wars names. Sure, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure that George Lucas has looked into all the sci-fi <laughs> yeah, yeah. and sort of chosen things, yes, like elements and stuff. I mean, even the arena they go in and fight in. Um, I think it's Episode Two. Anakin and Padme and Obi Wan all get thrown into an arena and have yeah. to fight like three weird creatures and stuff. I mean, it's all. There have been arenas in lots of films, but yes. you can see there's that yes, same definitely. element. Yeah. And that white ape, which is so similar to like a Rancor, you know, in Star Wars, uh, but with forearms. <laughs> and uh, just that it's all set on like a desert planet, you know. And you've got those multiple moons and sort of similar terrain. I don't Replace know. the swords with lightsabers. Do they fight with swords? Yes, they did fight with swords. Yeah, yeah and she held the sword like yeah. all, you know, interestingly. Um, oh, look, I just think it's... Uh, I don't know. A bit same same. Sure, nothing yeah, new yeah. about it. Yep. Like a princess kind of, you know, needing rescuing. It's and that, that's what a lot of people have been saying in the reviews. It's just boring. It's just blah 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 blah. Bassoon, bassoon. You know, just too much lingo and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was only like the occasional word. That's what got me too. Like the like I was saying, the lost in translation. Yeah. So it was like da 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 Jedak. So you've got to figure out what Jedak. Yeah, means. yeah, yeah. But then you don't have to worry about all the other words they say. You know, they might as well have just gone the other way and made it all the same. <laughs> yeah, well, they could have spoken English from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. wouldn't have had to have that magic drink sure. and have to understand them. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Bugged me. And then when I go to that temple and then they find, like, the solar system map and stuff, uh, all the Tharks are running at them. And uh, he jumps from the top of the temple down onto the boat while carrying the princess that looks like such a flimsy, super flimsy that boat. That boat with a smashed in pieces. Yes. And isn't his bone structure really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just felt like he should have sunk the boat even. Like, yeah. A little inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I figure, like, little kids would probably dig this film. Yeah. And be like, oh, cool, John Carter. If kids even saw jump. this, it just... <laughs> go! I can fly too. Go, John Carter, go! <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, just uh, I don't think even kids went to see this film. I, I just think it just got the hurt parents in the have marketing. to take them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it came out and coincided with another big hit. I'm not sure, but I do feel it's the title that let this whole film down at the box office. Maybe it'll grow over the years. But what about McNulty? Right, he loses <laughs> an arm before he dies. 
Which is very Star Wars, isn't it? <laughs> Getting your arm cut off. It's, all they needed to do was give him a robotic arm. I thought it was cool that battle scene, how all the Tharks start... Is Thark, is it? Thorns? Thorns start flying all the ship, and the main oh, guy comes out, and he sorry. goes... The Thorns are like the bald... Oh, the bald guys, sorry, the green guys. The green guys are the Tharks. The Tharks, so they crash the ship, so the, the main guy comes out, and he goes, oh, thank gosh, that's over. <laughs> Which that is weird, too, because they... Because I hate flying. They wasted that scene going to Zodanga when the wedding wasn't even taking place there yeah it was a switch yeah yeah and then when he arrives they arrive shortly after but where'd they get that plane and like who flew it and how did they learn to fly that and just shouldn't they just have all arrived together no there's an instruction manual under the right <laughs> and it's all of course in a language they all understand because <laughs> they just drink some drink and everything <laughs> sounds the same yeah yeah I don't know um and then yeah we get to the ending and um we I found the the bold guys they're um I think they're thorns but thorns their their logic behind what they do is just so strange because I'm assuming they're gods yet they can be killed they can be killed they're immortal yeah which is weird and their motive was they have to destroy each planet or they have to make sure whoever's in charge is really barbaric susceptible to them like they really run things yeah seems like they could probably do a better way yeah they could do it a better way I just thought okay because they were like Emperor Palpatine behind the whole thing the whole time well, I mean, it would have been almost better if they were, like, trying to guide us to do what they thought was right or something. And they didn't really... Like, they were more ghostly. Yeah. And didn't just had influence and stuff. And, yeah. And and then he comes back to Earth. And from what I understand, his body has been there. His copy has been there the whole time wearing this... And it's been collecting up dust. Is that right? And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he fakes his own death and... Which I thought was probably the best part about it was the very end where... He um, actually gets that medallion back, and um, he does a switch. Doesn't does he? the yeah. switch, and he gets to hug his nephew Ned, who I think it was the same name as the original writer of the. Um, it's comic. funny when he was reading the story. I interpret it as um, John Carter being really old, like an old frail dude. Yeah, and I was oh, he's still young. You know, oh, that's right. Only a couple of years have passed. You know, yeah. And, and when um, ten years, wasn't it? He's uh, been searching for ten years. Yes, ten years. Like yeah, ten years. Yeah. Um, when I comes was, back, oh, you married a different guy. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. The sequel. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The disappointing sequel. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Harvey Dent character around. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we can all get along here on Barsoom. <laughs> um, no, I, I thought when they mentioned the whole copy line, uh, this is the word for a copy. Like you know, when that she's translating for him in the temple I thought okay so he's been copied to Mars and there's still a version of him running around on Earth and therefore he's not really dead because he's sort of you know there's two of him now sort of thing um yeah some lost in translation there for the audience though, sure oh, I didn't pick up on that at all yeah well it's weird because it's like he becomes in charge of the Tharks and there's that whole he's uh chained to a boulder and they in the arena and they have to defend themselves against the white apes and then he like cuts through the white ape. They throw him, then the blade. He lands under it. He comes back up through yeah. the stomach or whatever, yeah. covered in blue blood. Right? Um, is Crips blue? Yeah. Crips versus Bloods. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think so. I think Crips are blue. Yeah. Okay. Just off topic. Bloods <laughs> would be red. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so um, he comes out covered in blue, and uh, then he says he's challenging to be in charge of the Tharks. Mm. 
Now this to me doesn't really make sense because it seems unlikely since he's a different race that he could be their leader. Sure. You know? Seems like you'd have to be a Thark to... I mean, imagine if, just fun, he took over the Tharks and then they were like, all right, what should we do about this issue we're having? It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't really know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure. Uh, let me let me consult my friends. <laughs> what, what do you guys do with your forearms? No, what do we do with the hatchlings? You know, like, there's, we know very little about them. He knows even less Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and so he becomes in charge of the Tharks because they say, he is Dota Sojak, my right arm. He can fight. Yeah, yeah. Every Thark is like, yeah, like raising their medal against his. Whereas five minutes ago, they were all yelling for his blood. Yeah. yeah. All you got to do in any arena, Gladiator's shown us this, is, you know, defeat your enemy quickly and then say, are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that's it. All you need to do. But it's weird that he's either, that he's ever in charge of them. And then he becomes in charge of them and he's like, all right, now we're going to war. And they're all like, what? <laughs> I would think they'd go, well, we're not involved in that war, actually. That's. Red versus blue, you yeah, know, that's their simple thing. color scheme. We're green, so we actually got a famine issue that really needs attending to, rather than dealing yeah, with the. This war. is actually we, we we normally hibernate now, so this is really unusual for us to be in the arena at all. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, eh, I guess, all right, he cleaned up that blue quickly, didn't he? And then after they win, there's a whole you know, uh, he gets engaged and married to the princess straight away, which I mean, it's nice, you know, fair enough. I didn't really feel a spark between them. Just felt like she was the most available woman sure, yeah. to him. He wasn't going to marry a Thark, was he? He wasn't. Yeah, he could be into that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's they do something like that. Didn't stop Captain Kirk. I was about to say <laughs> that's a very Star Trek thing to do. Um, and then he throws away the only way back to Earth. You know that sort of uh, medallion oh, yeah. things like. I only kept it in a John box. Carter of Mars. A throw. <laughs> like, keep it in your boot there, you know, what, just in case. And they immediately transport him back. And I'll bet he wishes the last line he said to his wife wasn't, oh, I just feel like I've left a door open or a window open. <laughs> you know that feeling when you feel like you've forgotten something? <laughs> anyway, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Ten years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm back. I closed that window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, oh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm married and I have three kids now. Oh, his heart just blows up <laughs> 10 years is a long time yeah yeah um, obviously in the notebook <laughs> you know he went away to war for a few years she found someone else didn't she it happens <laughs> so maybe we should see a sequel a more, a more realistic <laughs> yeah, yeah real downer <laughs> now I thought the kid Ned was like a little bit Shia LaBeouf you know looking and he was like uh, you know it's nice to see the story through his like eyes. Kid in Spy Kids. Maybe it is the same kid. Maybe yeah. I couldn't tell you. Um, but it's nice to see the film through his eyes and kind of you know go along on this journey and stuff. It could have been more like uh, the Princess Bride, how Fred Savage is getting read the story and it goes back to him a few times. They had him at the beginning, they had him at the end, and they had all this other stuff. It really should have been framed by his own perspective. It would have made it more of a nice kid-friendly film, you know my opinion yeah yeah they had too much other stuff going on like he could have easily been reading about the chapter in Virginia and yeah. like in the yeah. Civil War and whatever and yeah. stuff that Virginia joke got old too didn't it yeah yeah it did yeah he never really corrected them yeah he just like, went oh bugger it and then later on he's like look my name is John Carter and it took like 45 minutes or something for that to happen John Connor? No. John Connor? John Connor's down the hall. <laughs> I'm John Connor. 
It's a very different Have film. you seen this boy? <laughs> and it's Ned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> what have you done? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think... At least it had an arc, the whole thing. Like, I felt... I felt like the way it was framed was wrong, though. Yeah. For me, it was... It should have been, like... He had a bit of a backstory, and he kind of like although his arc was a bit stupid he only fights he was very selfish he, all he wanted was gold I thought that was a bit stupid like really money would have been meaningless after you fought all these green guys and these two armies and this beautiful princess that he'd saving really and you still think about gold I, I just found that a bit hard to believe like gold money would just seem so irrelevant at that point point. and it's also weird when you start a film on Mars and then it shows 1881 and then a few minutes later they're like 1868 and you keep getting thrown back like that's the wrong way to tell a story is to go oh this happened a little while earlier just just so you know you know yeah anyway so I think it was it was very Star Wars yeah uh, I, I would recommend go see this movie I, I think it deserves at least to uh, uh, one watch I um, think I think people who want to see it probably already have yeah you know but John Carter is a sci-fi film not Coach Carter not Coach Samuel Carter L. Jackson for the love of gosh people sorry I had this conversation with people you're going yeah, yeah it's it's the one with Samuel Jackson he's a coach I'm like well are you thinking of Coach Carter <laughs> very he's similar a, he's a coach right Basketball? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. He would have been... It's the one with Michael Caine, isn't it? <laughs> Imagine if John Carter was on Coach Carter's basketball team. He would just jump ridiculously and slam the ball from the other end of the court. <laughs> They'd be like, uh... <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. Well, anyway, check it out if you like. Uh, always you can leave us feedback and recommendations for films you want us to discuss on our Facebook page, or you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you can find all the links to all that sort of stuff at www.podmeifyoucan.com. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Thanks, guys. All the best.